Welcome to Sports, 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 where sweat is the cologne of sports and culture. Yes. Coming to you from the beautiful Holy Cross neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And I'm the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. And watching the National play their one song uh, <laughs> over, over, and and over and over and over and over again is Snoop. We'll have to get a recap on how that concert went. Yeah. Sounds I can't wait, rib- can't wait sounds to hear. Riveting. Oh, man. Uh, the man with the poorest attendance, <laughs> Snoop. Yeah. Well, Reed, me and you again, episode yeah, 95. How we are we? Uh, I'm feeling, <coughs> feeling pretty good. It's nice to be back in the city. Oh, man. Looks 90, great 90 degrees. Ooh, it's hot today. It is. I just flew in. My arms yeah. are tired. Jet setting. Yeah, man. Gotta uh, keep it beautiful, real. beautiful Seattle. Um, but yeah, it was nice to step off the plane and come into the you know the ninety degree heat and humidity. humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels about like Puget Sound, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was it was great. The smells, yeah. the air. Well, I know I didn't actually see Puget Sound. I was just in you know Bellevue, which oh. is not cool. But yeah, well, uh, I, I got to open my. Uh, uh, my hotel window and and see the beautiful fir trees and the interstate right outside my window. <laughs> you so had it, me yeah, with it was, fir it was, trees it was fantastic. Then, yeah, had oh. about five meals at the hotel. It was, oh, you know, lovely. it was pretty pl- yeah. pretty glamorous life. Sounds I like lead it. outside of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, got to meet with the Mariners and get oh, some inside right. scoops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're, they're sat gonna, down with Ichiro. Well, they're they're. They're shutting down the team. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Breaking. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. But. Um, be our secret and yeah. our three listeners. Exactly. Know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to us, you're probably on a podcast. So, hey, while you're there, give us a rating. And why don't you tell all your friends? And with that, Reed, how about some sports? How about it? All right, first headline, the Slim Reaper is on the loose. Slim Reaper is okay, no, wait, on the loose. Question. Mm-hmm. I recognize the name. Right. Who is the Slim Reaper? Slim Reaper is Kevin Durant of the Golden State Warriors. Let me Google him. Okay, he, I'm going to put a face to a name. Yeah, evidently he doesn't like that name. I think we've talked about that before on the pod. I don't know why you wouldn't like that name. That name is awesome. That he's is a seven very good foot, nickname. He's a string bean, Yeah, but he's he's deadly. Yeah. You know, Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper is on the loose. So what's he the turned deal? down the option mm-hmm. from the Golden State Warriors to get paid $31.5 million next season and instead decided to enter into free agency. Hmm. Now, as you'll remember, Rowdy, this is the same guy that popped his Achilles in oh. game five, four or five of the finals. Okay. All right. So, so he's just done with the Warriors. He's injured, and yeah. evidently he's done with the Warriors and wants to. Wants to try something else. If he can still play basketball. Yeah. Why now, wouldn't a, lot he just... more, a lot more people come back from that than used to. But why wouldn't you just stay and get paid? Well, because he can probably get more. Really? Mm-hmm. Even, even injured like that. Yeah, even coming off an injury. Because he's going to go to a terrible team, which... I think oh. the most educated guess right now is the New York Knicks. Okay. And yeah, I just saw n- a tweet that he's in mm-hmm. New York uh, doing something. Yeah. So, huh. And uh, they're terrible, and they probably have a lot of money. Do and they have so, any like star players or anything right now? 
not that I can think of off the top. I haven't watched Knicks game all season, though. I, I didn't watch a Knicks game all season. It's like Patrick Ewing. Patrick and... Ewing, John Starks, okay. Anthony Mason. They're all gone. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> They've been gone for about 20. Well, Patrick Ewing's got that Patrick Chewing money now. So He does. Um, and he's coaching somewhere, I think. Is he really? Or something. Or his son is. Somebody. One of the Ewings you is to, coaching. You want me to Wikipedia that for hey, you? Wiki, while you? While you talk about this? Wiki that. All right. I'll so, look this up while you talk about this Slim Reaper. Uh, Slim Reaper, yeah. Uh, looks like New York Knicks is the best bet right now. Uh, and he will most likely miss most, if not all, of next season. Um, so I guess he could have gotten that 31-5 even if he didn't play. Expe- Here we go. Expected suitors include the Warriors, so they can come back with a higher number, and he could stay. Okay. The Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets, so that's definitely why he's in New York, because okay. he's visiting both Brooklyn and New York, hmm. uh, the teams there. So basically every other franchise uh, that has room is under the salary uh, under the salary cap. So we'll have to keep an eye on it to see where he goes. Um who knows? But thirty-one point. Could you turn down thirty-one point five million dollars, Ronnie? No, no. <laughs> what if you had the opportunity to make more money, like and do less work? No. See, he's gonna you have to carry have that. To he's m- gonna have to carry that team, yeah. right? That's a very good point. Yeah. That's a very nah, good point. that's all right. And you'd probably have to do more work in the end if you mm-hmm. want to win. If you're just about playing ball and making money who cares there are a lot of guys that do that towards the end of their careers too they'll just go somewhere for the paycheck they like to how play, many years do you think he's got left i like to think he's got five or six years really yeah hmm. At, i mean like legitimate prime ball yeah okay yeah. he's not that old hmm. i don't think he might be older than i think do you want me to wikipedia that we could for look you that up yeah what's the guy's name again kevin durant, kevin durant slim reaper I'm going to guess he's 31. He is 30 years old. Mm. Born uh, September 29th, 1987. He's got five more years in him. Yeah, okay. sure. LeBron's like 36 So it's about 35 when you start to age out? A lot of guys, yeah. Especially uh, bigger guys. They seem to break down sooner. Hmm. Because they got all that muscle and all that size, you know? So that's what I got on the Slim Reaper. We'll see where he goes. Well, put your money on New York. Patrick Chewing, just oh, that's so you right. know, he did uh, he did take a job at the um, after he retired in two thousand two. Georgetown. He took a job as an assistant coach with the Washington Wizards. Oh, I kind of remember this now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know that he's doing that now. He, um, although I guess during the uh, NBA draft lottery, he represented the Knicks. So makes sense. Yeah. But. Career long Knickerbocker. Mm-hmm. So yeah, makes sense. All right. Uh speaking of the draft, mm-hmm. that happened. It did. So happened last Thursday. Let's recap. What do you say? Okay. Top five picks here. Sure. Pelicans. Where are they from, Rowdy? New Orleans. Very good. Picked Zion Williamson, number yes. one overall. Heard oh, yeah. he even heard he even dropped the tier. I heard uh uh, Drew Brees gave him a jersey and said he's passing the torch to him. Yeah. Drew Brees is the mole mole face guy, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, from Purdue. He played at Purdue. Oh, okay, yeah, but he's a Texas a Texan by birth. Okay, uh, number two, the Grizzlies of um, 
Colorado? Memphis. Oh, Used yeah, to yeah, be yeah, a Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. Pick my boy from Maction. Who? John Morant. Okay. Uh, Knicks pick R.J. Barrett, the other guy out of Duke, the oh. second... So he's going to be Kevin Durant's right hand man. Could be that that may be part of hmm. uh, his interest in hmm. in New York. Uh, the Lakers draft DeAndre Hunter, and the Cavs at number five take uh, Darius Garland. Now we got the Pacers all the way down here at eighteen. I heard they picked a guy and then they traded him and then they got someone else. Is that right? Is that um, how that works? I don't know. I didn't watch the draft. I don't know if they traded him or not. It just says they drafted Goga. Yeah. Batadze. Yeah. I don't understand exactly why we need another big guy on the Pacers unless we're thinking about trading somebody. Another or big we, Eastern European we guy. Don't, well, yeah. Another big Eastern black guy probably got a sick Euro step. No What's doubt. What's the deal with uh, with why like why are there so many good? Eastern European basketball players. That's a good question. We ought to look into that sometime. There are though. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we were Ron actually looking Ginobili. through somebody. Somebody I work with was looking through and basically figuring out like, okay, of of the basketball of the professional players who are white, how mm-hmm. many of them are actually American? And it's a very very small number. Really? Like only a few. Yeah, that's true. So. Because there were guys from like Spain and Germany right. and um, Spain, a lot of the Germany, Eastern European countries, the but Eastern yeah. Bloc, yeah, British, uh, French, yeah, yeah, that's true. So what's wrong with our Americans? They play baseball. Is that what it is? They They're just football. interested in other sports. Yeah, maybe a lot of white dudes play baseball. Yeah, but like that tall though. No, that's true. That's good that's point. what I'm trying to figure that's out. Like, if you're an athlete the, and you're, and you're the that tall, factor. Like, is it just that they're they're taller than most Americans? I read something somewhere that there's a huge percentage of people over like six ten seven mm. feet that all play basketball. Okay, like eighty to ninety percent of the world's population over seven feet plays basketball. Huh? Yeah, because it's just easy for them. I guess. Yeah. Huh? I mean, it doesn't look easy for all of yeah. them, but. Yeah, I know. Like be, some of those, like when you can reach up and just touch oh, the yeah. rim. Yeah, no, I that mean, makes sense. Ball well, there's a lot of Dutch. Mm-hmm. What, didn't we have? Uh, what, who's the guy that we? Uh, was it Rick Smiths? Is that yeah, the guy? The windmill. Yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. Dutch, pe- Dutch people can be really tall. And he had a custom uh, RV that he could stand up in. Really? Yeah. You know how like you go up in an RV and there's usually an aisle. Yeah. He had the aisle lowered. To like where the cargo space usually is, so he uh-huh. could stand up and walk through it. Oh no way! Yeah, that's Rick awesome, did. I mean, why wouldn't you? You're a pacer. You roll up to Elkhart and you say, "I want a motorhome that I can fit in." That's true. We do. Me I mean, if you're playing for a yes. team that's in the in the Here's RV capital of the world, that's right? That's that's a good point. Yeah. So he loves to camp. <laughs> Evidently, glamp. I think. Huh. Rick Rick's a glamper. Man, I'm sure he has satellite camping. TV. What's he doing yeah. now? Should we Wikipedia that guy? <laughs> you could if you uh, want. All right, I'm going to Wikipedia Listen him. to our pod while we wiki people. Yeah. Well, so, Snoop's not here because he would know all of this, but well, he's, he's watching true. The National, who... Who are 37 minutes into their first song. Yeah. He did text, and, and he said... Um, uh, oh, we're getting to that. I still get this thing where I wish The National were the Walkman. Oh, yeah, without yeah. doubt. Who who doesn't? Yep. Yeah. Now, he did go to see Courtney Barnett. She was the opener, right? 
Yes. That is worth it. But mm-hmm. I don't want to play the pay the premiums I got to pay because the Nationals on there just to see Courtney Barnett when I could go to a club and see her. Is it National or The National? The National. Okay. Yeah. So Rick Smiths. Oh, we got an update? In 1998, bought a home in Zionsville, which is a suburb of Indianapolis. Bougie suburb. Bougie suburb bougie, of Indianapolis, bougie. yeah. Northwest Indy. Uh, lived there for 20 years, expanded the home in 2014 to include a regulation-sized basketball half-court. He used two barns on the 12-and-a-half-acre property to house his motorcycles and cars and build a dedicated motorcycle track in the rear of the property. He and his girlfriend put the property up for sale in the summer of 2017, and shortly after, they moved to Arizona. So, who knows what he's doing now. What kind of size motorcycle does Rick Smith's ride? I I have no idea. That's got to look ridiculous. Yeah, that's got to be huge. (laughs) But... Yeah. Well, he's in Arizona. All right. Yeah. Well, good for Rick. Good for Rick. Anything done, else with the draft? What do you think about this? Go, go, what do you think of this? Go, 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 go. I don't know a whole go, lot go. about him. He's a, a foreign player. I know they had like, he like had some kind of welcome to the Pacers event. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. But what do you think is in the gift basket? A welcome to the Pacers gift basket. Oh, welcome to your new home. I mean, yeah. Welcome to Indiana gift basket. What do you put well, in there? Some freeze vacuum packed giant tenderloins. Mm. Yeah, they might have some corn husk dolls. Well, they probably have that just popping popcorn. Yeah, they probably Even have. It should be Orville Redenbacher. Was he from? Oh yeah, Valparaiso, he's from Indiana. That's right. Um, yeah. man. Hmm. I don't know. What would you give him? I don't know. What's going to represent corn? Indiana in a gift bag? A basketball. That's lame. We're Hoosiers, and we don't even know what we'd give you. A free spin on at the Indy 500, once around the track mm. at 140, something like that. Maybe like a Texas Roadhouse coupon. Maybe like a Toyota Tundra. Don't they make those here? Oh, I could they see that. They used to make the Hummers here, but they don't make those now anymore. Now, when you're in the NBA, because I know there's all the restrictions when you're in the in mm-hmm. college, can the, can the NBA just give you whatever they want? Uh, I would assume they could, but I don't know why they would. Okay. I mean, teams could. Yeah. But they were, uh, the NBA, the Basketball Association, not going to give you mm-hmm. jack. Be the Players Association, might give you a little something as a welcome, as your initiation. But other than that, it's all about that, all about that paper. So, yeah, I don't know what else, I don't know what else I would give somebody. Um... I mean, there are some good things. Like, uh, there there are some good things about Indiana, um, but I don't know. Like, we have some. What really, if you gave him a, a state parks pass, like a fifty dollars state park and a Rick Smith style RV? Uh huh. I could see that. And you could just go from park to park. We have about the best like bacon and sausage I've ever had with yeah. uh, goose. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right down the street. But here. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you put that in a gift bag. Um, oh, Wix sugar cream pie. Okay, put that in there. Vacuum sealed tenderloins. We have any kind of like drink that Indiana's known for? Uh, wasn't it like Chocola? Wasn't that? <laughs> Remember that? Yes. Yeah, Was I mean, you could give them. You could give them like a. So maybe you some, give local some beers. beers. Some yeah. local beers. Yep. Yeah, we got some good beers around mm-hmm. here. Uh, man, 
I hope no one ever expects me to give him an Indiana gift basket because it's going to be sorry. I mean, he grew up in Georgia, though, the country. So probably anything. He's Georgian? Yeah, so I probably anything that. that's in the in the gift bag, it's going to be better than what? So give him some peaches. In Georgia. I'd be like, oh, I was confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's probably a lot of people potentially yeah. even like on the Pacers staff who think that yeah. he's like, oh, so how, so are you from so Atlanta? How, how far are you from Atlanta? Yeah, Athens? Uh, <laughs> Savannah? No, I, I never, uh, oh, it's uh, Sagareo. Uh, uh, yeah, I never heard of that. Is that, near, is that near Savannah? <laughs> You from uh, uh I've been I flew into Valdosta one time yeah. but they got them sweet onions down yeah, there too. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, welcome to the team Go 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 Batadska. Batadza. Batadza. Uh, I wish yeah, him well. I don't know what you're going I mean, I guess we're just going to have like four seven foot dudes out there in yeah. Victor Oladipo. Hmm. Now we'll see what happens. Somebody's there. getting traded. Write so, it down. Somebody's getting traded. You think so? Yeah, Who do you think it would guy. be? Miles Turner. Okay. Yeah. Why? Is he just not performing? No, he's a good player. I just I don't know. I feel like I've heard his name. So yeah, he's, he's been be around decent. for a while, but um, I think he's probably going to get expensive if he's not already, and he's not the superstar. Okay. So I think he's expendable. Yeah. Most people are. Hmm. In the NBA, so we'll see. That's my hot take, though. All right, Miles Turner's getting traded. So uh, you still been following uh, Women's World Cup? Uh, certainly have. The United what's, what's States going on there? are three and O. Oh. So how many games do you have to win? Like five? Uh, well, in this first, uh, in the round group stage, I should say, Group F, you got to play every team. Oh my! What? Um, how many teams is that? Just four in the group oh, F. Okay. So United States, Sweden, Chile, and Thailand. Right now we're three and zero. With I eight. thought that meant they were playing like every country in the world. Oh like, no! Just first in you our have group to play stage. like a hundred some teams. I, th- I believe this is called a round robin. Okay. Uh, and then it goes to single elimination once you get out of the group stage. I think it gets down to either sixteen. Or 32. I should know and that. And that'll just be us versus one of those other right. four and teams. Okay. Single elimination. Um, we have 18 goals for and nine total points. So you get points uh, for winning, losing, etc. So three points for winning. We won three games. We have nine points. Sweden's 2 0. Chile is 1 0. And Thailand is 0 3. Hmm. Which is not good. They are. 19 points down, goal differential. The most interesting thing about the World Cup, though, this week is what happened with the POTUS, because he likes to tweet. So uh, I think I'm... How do you say that, you think, Rowdy? Rapinoe? Rapinoe. I think so. Rapinoe, an American... uh, player on the women's team here said, "I'm not going to the F and White House on social media, right? Because I guess they just assume they're going to win the World Cup and get invited to the White House." So here's Trump's response via Twitter: <laughs> "I'm a big fan of the American team and women's soccer, but sure Megan should sure win first before she talks. Finish the job." 
We haven't invited Megan or the team, but I am now inviting the team, win or lose. Megan should never disrespect our country, the White House, or our flag, especially since so much has been done for her and the team. Be proud of the flag that you wear. The USA is doing great. So much that uh, the White House, the flag, and the country have done for her 38 You're, cents on the yeah, dollar. Ex- yeah, exactly. Give me a break. He, he is so easy to bait. It's oh, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uncanny. She said, uh, I'm not going to fake it, hobnob with the president. Um, who is so clearly who is clearly against so many of the things I am for and so many of the things I actually am. Um, I have no interest in extending our platform to him. That's what she told Sports Illustrated. Um, yeah. I didn't even invite them, but now I am. Now I win. Oh, yeah. No, that's... It, it really is the, like... It, it, it's it's the it's the like mean girls like totally uninvited right watch this just watch yeah you're not cool anymore oh dude he is he is something else what do you think he's gonna serve him what what fa- oh, what, what fast he, food would what, you serve, would a, women's serve team? a women's soccer team I feel like team? it's like sub sandwich yeah yeah <laughs> why did we think that yeah. I don't know is it an innuendo well I don't know did they did they do some kind of like Eat fresh. Was there some kind of like soccer subway commercial? Because that was the first yeah, thing that popped in been. my head. For so it's probably some kind of subliminal. Jared well, Jared probably implanted something in our brains. Right. It's got to be a fast food, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's got to be like subpar fast food too. So like if well, you're gonna do a sub, it's got it's gonna be the subway. You're right. It's not gonna be Jersey Mike's or he's not uh, gonna get a Frenchie from Frenchie. Uh, Jimmy John's, <laughs> which I have to recommend. That's a it's a limited time only sandwich. What's on it? Uh, you get uh, well, it, it's, hey, wiki, it's, it's, wiki it's that. a uh, I don't I don't I'm gonna uh, wiki this. Uh, it's a it's a baguette sandwich. Okay, all right, and um, you you basically you you get your baguette. They they they. Use salted butter in the baguette. Oh, it's like a nice skinny, skinny okay. baguette. And then you've got some uh, salami, capicola, and capicola. some provolone. And uh, yeah, and then the the best thing about the the it's called a Frenchie. The Frenchie, yep. Huh. And the the best thing is when you walk into the subway, they prepare the Frenchies Wait, on like a Jimmy John's. Yeah, aren't we at Jimmy? John's? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. When you walk into a Jimmy, <laughs> when you walk into a subway. You just yell at them for not having <laughs> yeah, a Frenchie, right? Um, and start throwing throwing iceberg lettuce at them. Right. Uh, no, when you walk into a Jimmy Miss John's, uh, jalapeno chips. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they've got the they've got the Frenchies just like sitting in a little thing, so you don't even have to wait for them to make it. Oh, it's pre well, and they they have a separate process. So, oh, like the Jimmy John's I walk secret. into, if you if you order their normal sandwiches, they make them on the left side. There's a but then if you order a Frenchie and they're out of Frenchies, then it's like, oh, uh, we gotta make a Frenchie. And so then they, they like start they deal. start going down the other down the other table. Yeah. It's different Ooh. bread, different process, but it's pretty good. And it's limited time only. Limited time only. I I hope they well, keep maybe it. I'll go it's, in there it's tomorrow. Pretty good we sandwich. have a Jimmy John's up in A Town now. Yeah. So what kind of I, cheese? Uh it, it it's uh provolone. Provolone. Yeah. 
See, which I, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not Italian a, sandwich. I'm not a cheese guy, but yeah, no. it is. I mean, it basically is. It's yeah. it's almost like the inside stuff is Italian, but yeah. it's. I think it's just the fact that it's on the skinny baguette, oh. and you feel kind of ridiculous walking around. It's it, all like, about the pan. Yeah, yeah. It 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 feels it feels strange in your hand walking around with the. It's like a club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which what? they also have a sandwich called a Billy Club, but this actually feels more like you're carrying a Billy Club. The Billy Club's roast beef. Is that for the police? Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Interesting. But, yeah, if you're in a hurry, pop into a Jimmy John's, just grab a Frenchie. And you can lasso it on the back of your yeah, bike and ride exactly. around like a real Frenchman. Exactly. Yeah. Hop, on, hop on your uh, your your Vespa or whatever yeah. and just scoot away. Light a cigarette and right. com- start complaining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they actually give you cigarettes with the... Uh, so they're they're sealed in plastic, and you it's kind of like when you get the um, if you go to a restaurant and they have like the kids menu and the little like um, uh, they'll usually give you like a couple of shrink wrapped uh, crayons. Crayon. They basically oh, do that. So they're almost like Lucy's. They, yeah, they shrink wrap a couple cigarettes in there for you with the Frenchie. Remember so, Lucy's when you could buy a loose cigarette for ten cents at the gas station? I don't remember. Maybe that. that was just an A town thing. <laughs> and and when that was probably a thing, I was probably under 18 i mean i could drive i remember huh yeah huh well, what do <laughs> you you, know? you literally could just buy like a single cigarette yeah they're usually salem uh like 100 so that's a menthol what would you ask for can i just know bu- they were in a bucket by the register you, Are you serious however many you want and paid a dime each for them lucy's yeah, you never saw that no oh yeah that's insane maybe that was an a-town thing. it may have know. been yeah but I remember at the, uh, what was that old gas, the Gas America, they'd have like a little cup with just loose, sometimes they were different kinds of cigarettes, but they'd just be loose So it's just cigarette. like a free-for-all, but then, yeah, I don't know where is everybody they... just like reaching into the, I don't want to grab like, yeah. I don't want to grab yeah, a single I mean, cigarette someone's been. This was a simpler time, Man. but I don't know why they were like that, like if a pack got smashed and so they just dumped the rest of them in there, or oh, like why, or if it was like a money-making scheme for employees, Okay. You know, but that I mean, could a dime been, of cigarettes pretty cheap. I feel like if you're if you're walking into a Gas America mm-hmm. and you're Which I don't and, think you're, exists and you're buying a single cigarette, you're in hard time. You got to you got to take a look hey, at yourself they're and looking what got out you there. for everybody. Well, in, in I guess all that's economic I guess that's brackets, true. you know. Then they every, should just give them out for free. Opportunity it should be the take a penny leave a penny thing. Like <laughs> well, maybe you know you what could. if you need if you you know maybe what you man swap out a cigarette. You've been having a hard day like t- just take a cigarette. <laughs> You know what? Hey, you're eight years old. You had a rough day at school. Take a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and take one, leave one. Right. You know, if you're if you're in the mood for a menthol and you've got full flavors, drop one in there. Yeah. Pull out a menthol. Call it a day. Now in Anderson, hmm. where we normally record this podcast, can you still smoke in restaurants? Because in here in the big city of Indianapolis, we've banned. Uh, you can. I don't believe you can smoke in restaurants. You can smoke in bars. Okay. I think you can smoke anywhere that you have to be eighteen to get in. Okay. Because you can smoke at the casino. Wait, how old do you have to be to gamble? I have no idea. Is it eighteen or twenty-one? I would assume twenty-one, but I don't know. Uh, you can smoke in bars and you can smoke at the casino, but. I don't know. I never go into restaurants in Anderson that like sit down restaurants because I'm not a big fan of the Ruby Tuesday or the Applebee's. Right. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not in a sit down restaurant. Uh, I just you remember the smoking King Gyros. You used to be able to, but you can't anymore. 
The uh, dude, King Giros is awesome. Oh yeah, it's it's all right. <laughs> is the mullet guy still there? Um, uh, what was his name? My friend. He called everybody my friend. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. I should start no. doing that. Yeah, I feel like hey, my friend. That's a good way to make friends, sure. right? You just start by He's calling a them a super friend. Super nice, like Greek dude. Yeah, yeah. With a sweet, with a sweet, thick mu- mullet. Thank you. With a sweet mule. Yeah. Um, the Mediterranean waterfall is what that was. We used to always go into Cracker Barrel when we'd be on on road trips and stuff, and and we'd always ask to sit in the non-smoking section, and they'd be like, okay. And, and so then they see you. Work. Yeah, they just have that lattice work with all the crap paint. Right. You know, here's here's a shovel and a picture of a mm-hmm. dead person and from 150 can. years ago. Yeah. Right. And an old like orange soda sign. <laughs> yeah. And then you sit down. And, nickel. And and. It never failed. Like as soon as we'd sit down, oh, yeah. we'd sit next to that lattice work, right up. and then someone would sit down on the other side and just smoke, and it would just drift <laughs> in, over into our side. It's like, what are we doing here? Yep. This is not a non-smoking section. No, not at all. Ugh. It's just partitioned. Or you see those restaurants where they have like smoking rooms, mm. like the IHOP mm. in A Town used to have. That it was like an airport really? smoking lounge where you can just where it's look, just like a cloud. You can just oh, look in the glass man. room and you can't see anybody in oh, there. God, yeah gnarly but yeah our IHOP used to have that years ago but I don't know I don't like floor to ceiling glass mm-hmm. that's insane and there's like six eight tables in there and everybody's just chiefing and Ugh. you can't see Jack in there yeah you'd walk by and think could and like the waitress would come out and just like waft out oh man yeah I uh, I, I went to see a, f- a friend was playing <laughs> <laughs> a couple friends were playing music at an American Legion uh, on the northeast side of, of a suburb of Indianapolis. I've never had a bad time in American Legion. Man, so it's interesting because my experience with the American Legion was growing up in Boy Scouts. And oh, yeah. So it was all like World War II and Vietnam vets. And old now dudes, yeah. the Vietnam vets are the old guys. And, like and now Desert it's like Storm Desert Storm and, 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 and Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan vets. Yeah. So it's interesting because it's a younger crowd. They still have the piss on... Uh, uh, um, oh, what's her name? Who, who's the woman they all hate? Um, Hillary? Not Farrah Fawcett. Was it Farrah Fawcett? Oh, no, Jane. Um, uh, what was her name? Hanoi Jane. Hanoi Jane. It was Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, it, it, uh, what do they have like? It's Hanoi Jane urinal targets. <laughs> I've seen they, those. They have yes. those. They have I those. I never in made there. that connection. Okay, but, but if you go into the uh, if you go into this American Legion in Fishers, Indiana, there's an outer ring of of space where they've got some of the like golden teas and darts and uh-huh. stuff like that, and that's all non-smoking. They got all their fare. tables, but then you enter the inner circle, and that's all smoking. And it was it was just wild. Like I was just there to hear my friends play music, yeah. and then walk in walk into that center area, and it's like, oh my gosh. This is awful. Instant buzz. So I remember back in the day, like when, uh, uh, when my wife and I, now my wife started dating, we'd have basically like our weekend clothes, and it's like, all right, if we want to go out oh, anywhere, sure. yep. just to just to eat dinner or whatever, yep. like you got to put on, yeah, uh, your your here's my my jeans and my shirt that's gonna smell like smoke. Your bar, all weekend. your bar, uh, yeah, wardrobe, yep. Oh yeah, I remember this Ugh. old bar I used to hang out in uh, in a town called the Caboose, and you left there and you woke up in the morning and you smelled like stale cigarettes Ugh. and grease. Ugh. 
Because it was so small, and when they yeah. fry hamburgers and stuff, it just like the grease would yeah. waft out Ugh. and mix with the GPC cigarette smoke, and <sighs> it was it was rank. The only place I can think of that I feel like should still allow smoking in in the town I grew up in, there's a donut shop called the Sweet Shop, and it's the be- It's 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 the best donut shop. I've ever been to better than deluxe donuts. It's better than deluxe, wow. and, and in Indy, the the classic is Longs, right? And I would say it's on par. It's on par with Longs, okay. but the donuts taste different now because there's no nicotine in the air. Exactly. Back in the day, all the old men used to go mm-hmm. in there and sit around. I'd go there with my grandpa, and yeah. we'd, we'd sit there. Everyone would be drinking coffee and smoking. Mm-hmm. Well, that cigarette smoke would just work its way into the dough. And flavor it. And it did. It Absolutely. added. It added. Also, like, it yeah. added an addictive quality to yeah, those donuts. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I never really thought about that. But yeah, there probably was some nicotine <laughs> yeah. content in there. But yeah, it's like, they're still good. They're still very good donuts. Mm-hmm. But there's something about it that's like, it was part of the flavor. used to be able part to of flavor. everywhere. It was wild. Yeah. When you think about it. I mean, it's like, Remember Wendy's had those little aluminum foil oh, yeah. and Burger King yes they'd have those aluminum foil yes. ashtrays on the tables <laughs> yeah oh. it was wild what were we like we're gonna all live the 80s right? we're gonna live to be like 190 years old because like that was I mean that was literally up until like 15 years ago like that's it that you that's could why do that no one had asthma in the 80s yeah Nobody oh, yeah. knew what asthma yeah. was in the 80s. Your lungs were Because everybody yeah. smoked. Yeah, exactly. Or you, you were around smoke everywhere. <laughs> now you quit smoking, you get rid of those carcinogens in the air. Everybody's yeah, got your asthma. Lung, yeah, your lungs are too weak. you got to yeah. be... Ex- you, our lungs were always exercising. It's like using anti-back all right. the time. Exactly. You're going to get the super bug yep. and die. Yep. You're going to be patient zero. Yeah, so if you're out there listening to this podcast, do the world a favor and just wherever you're at listening to this, just... Get a pack of cigarettes and just start smoking. <laughs> if you're in the office, if you're at a daycare center, if you're at the gym, just start smoking. Particularly around children. We, yes. we, we got to exercise our lungs. We're we're going to be a nation of weak lung people. Man, oh, I love it. Well, that was a era. fun trip down memory lane. Sure was. I love talking about the '80s. <laughs> no, that was the 2000s in Indiana. Well, that's true. Well, it was it probably the '80s in, in, in some places, yeah. but yeah. Man, I think I was in college when they banned smoking in restaurants. Yeah, like, it, it was it was it was post college because it was it was it was a couple years was into. Um, yeah, down I mean, here. It, it was a couple. I, I moved, I moved to here. India in two thousand four. It was probably like two thousand six or seven before they oh. before they banned it in now, bar in bars. You can smoke in bars in Hamilton County. I went to a bar in Carmel and people were smoking. Ugh, really? Yeah. And that's bougie area it, yeah. too. Oh yeah. Now this was not. This was like a Carmel Towny bar. Okay, it wasn't like Carmelites were going there. These yeah. were the people that lived in Carmel when it was still like farmland. It's the land. people that the rich people in Carmel spit on. Yeah, or the people it, that work their fields. It's the it's the people that work their fields or the people that they like bulldoze their homes right, to exactly. expand their garage. Right. Okay. Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. the common folk, proletariat. Car. car- Carmel is the Carmel uh, by it, the it, gravel pit. It is the uh, along with Zionsville. It's mm-hmm. it's the bougie area of, of Indiana. We're setting you up for just a, a wonderful tour of of the heartland. Of, of you're Naptown. gonna know yeah. you're gonna know what popcorn to eat, what <laughs> what what bacon to buy, and what neighborhoods to avoid. That's, yes, where you can smoke and where you mm-hmm. can't. That's right. All right. So That's back right. to headlines. Right. I don't understand this headline, but okay. I'm just gonna read what you wrote. All right. 
IOC breaks it down. Yeah. What's that mean? Coming up in the 2024 Summer Olympic Games in Paris. Oh. Break dancing. Oh. One step closer to getting break dancing in the huh. Olympics. So the uh, tw- the games are in Paris in 2024. And uh, an official from the IOC said, I'm delighted with the IOC's sessions vote in favor of our proposal to include breaking, sport climbing, skateboarding, and surfing on the Paris 2024 Olympic Paris? Games program. How do you do that? How do you surf? You got it. I mean, can they just can those you surf in the pools? English Channel? I don't know how you would do that. Remember when they had the Olympics in Atlanta, though, and like the kayaking was in Chattanooga? Oh, oh, and they played okay. soccer in Birmingham, so they might and still Atlanta, do, and okay. Knoxville, and yeah, okay, they spread it out. Okay, that that I could see. But that. these are all preliminary, but we're one step closer to breaking. Hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about that break? I mean, climbing, I get surfing, I get skateboarding, I get, but break dancing. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, where they, would we put they, that on the continuum? They do the, um, I mean, they do have that. I mean, it definitely is it, a physical it, it, it's activity. It's closest to the the sport where they have like basically the um, the ribbons, the ribbon dancing, oh, or whatever, uh, rhythmic gymnastics. Yes, um, synchronized swimming is kind of like that too, a little bit. Yeah, synchronized swimming is incredible, though. Man, um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. You ever tried to break dance, Rowdy? Uh, I mean, I like. Do you mean just like lay on my side on the <laughs> ground and and like walk around? No, like try to do a spin with your legs out, or no. spin on your head? No, I do see like you know videos where there's like six year olds doing it, and, and it does look pretty Looks awesome. cool. I remember um, when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know what we must have gotten like a new appliance or something, but we had a giant cardboard box. And instead of building a fort like most kids would do, my sister and I cut it apart, laid it flat, and just started breaking in the front yard. So they're doing now, this is interesting because they're doing men's and women's and, and team break dancing in the form of battles. It's going to be a break dancing battle. Team? Breakdancing? Yeah. So that's that's kind this of is interesting. Getting a little too like American Idolish for my taste. But the 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 battle could be interesting. I don't know like how a you rap battle. Well, I I don't know how you. I don't mean. Like, I don't know how they you like do that. Flashing signs or at maybe each they, other and talking smack. Maybe they kick them, kick people in the face. I don't know. Um. I don't know what I think about breakdancing. I like the other ones. I mean, breakdancing is cool, but I don't know how I feel about it as being hmm. an Olympic sport. Yeah, so last year it appeared at the Summer Youth Olympic right. Games right. Uh, in, the form, of, in the form runs. of battles or duels, which were decided by judges, and it falls under the auspices of the World Dance Sports Federation. That's a thing? Interesting. Huh. I mean, you you in? Let's do it. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, okay. What country's gonna win? You know what we need to do then? Let's do parkour. Like that, that's that the would French make a little love more sense. parkour. Do they? Oh yeah. That's a French thing. Uh, I mean, it sounds French. <laughs> um, there was a there was a French movie that I watched uh, that was uh, uh, District Thirteen. 
It's a pretty cool movie. Is that about the aliens? No, 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 no. District 13 is like, it's basically like set in the near future and it's in kind of like a government housing in, yeah, with the uh, aliens. in France. No, I don't think there's aliens in it. And there's like, what am I thinking of? I feel like it's like drug dealers or something, but yeah, there's like a lot of parkour. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think, uh, district nine. That's what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Of. Remember that movie? I, I do remember that, that movie. Aliens. Uh, yeah. Parkour is, is, is a French word. It was developed in France. What does it mean? Um, dope moves. The word parkour derives from parkour de combattant, <laughs> which uh, means obstacle course. Uh. Um, so Raymond Bell, who developed it in the 80s, uh, used the term le parkour to encompass all of his training, including climbing, jumping, running, balancing, and other methods he undertook in his personal athletic development. Interesting. You know, we don't need Snoop here. Wikipedia is basically our, our third co-host, right? We just have to type quickly, but yeah. Well, I didn't bring the plotter with me. Mm. I didn't even think about bringing that. So maybe next week when Snoop's back... We'll have to think about that. We'll the, fact, the fact that they're doing there. the battles, I think that's something we're going to have to... Like, that's a new kind yeah. of twist on... On um, although I guess you could consider like diving or gymnastics or whatever yeah. a battle because yeah. you're going up against other people yeah. trying to get the highest score. Yeah. But what I want to know, I want to see some of this. I want to know how much like flavor, how much styles in this. I mean, is there trash talking? <laughs> you know, yeah, is exactly. there like throwing you know, like throwing like jacks out when the other teams oh, break dancing? Yeah, like sabotage. Imagine how much that would hurt. Or, you know, I mean, what's the dress like? Are we, are oh, we hip-hopped yeah. out? That's a good point. You know? Yeah, and do countries get to choose their own, like, right. uh, ethnic apparel? Right. You know, I mean, how much of this is, like, also from the street? How many countries, <laughs> like... I mean, I, I gotta I imagine Korea there's, like, a lot, sick there's a lot of countries that, that are probably just, like, um, like... Venezuela, are they going to have a breakdancing team? Like, there's got to be countries Dude, where they're just like, of course they will. That's really? state sanctioned. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think Korea's going to be really good. I think Japan's going to be really yeah. good. China. I think a lot of the Asian countries oh, yeah. will be really good. No, I think you're right. I think the worst country will be either Canada or Australia. <laughs> Canadian breakdancing. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's too polite. Yeah, I I agree. I, I could see that. And Canadian breakdancing, I wonder if they spin on their head the opposite way. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that might throw them off. They're used to spinning one way. Right. It depends on and which when hemisphere they go to, and, they're competing. And when they, when they compete on the other uh -huh. hemisphere, it doesn't work. Right. That's interesting. They're going to be So off that's balance. a strategic advantage for Northern Hemisphere people. Man, well, this is a developing story. We'll, we'll, have, to, <laughs> we'll have to think about this. Um... Well, hey, oh, speaking of developing stories, All right. I wanted to cover uh, just a few days ago on June 24th, uh, it was the finals of the Calcio Storico Fiorentino, oh. which is the Florentine, that means Florentine historical football. So this is a, it, it's, it's, Insane. it's basically a combination of soccer and just 
street fighting. UFC? Yeah, street, street fighting. fighting. Yeah, really, street yeah. fighting. Soccer, rugby, and street fighting is yeah. what it looked like to me. Yeah, so this is this is a sport where it, it takes place in, in Florence, and it, uh, there are four teams. Um, there are multiple rounds, so the uh, uh, elimination rounds, so... Um, you've got you've got four teams representing four historical quadrants of the city. So you've got Santa Croce, which is the Azuri or the Blues. You got Santa Maria Novella, which is the Rossi or the Reds. Santa Santo Spirito, which is the Bianchi or the Whites. Oh, and then white. San Giovanni, yeah, which is the Verdi or the Greens. And so basically, this is a game where it's a fifty-minute-long match. You've got two teams of twenty-seven players. <laughs> It's, it is. It's yeah, like it's an insane people. amount of people. And so, of these twenty-seven players, you've got two to four goalkeepers, three defenders. This is per team, uh, five midfielders, and fifteen forwards, who essentially are the same battle, same line of battle as a Renaissance infantry regiment. And basically, what happens is they they gather in the uh, Piazza San, Santa Croce in in the middle of Florence and just go ham just go cra- yeah, yeah i mean they literally they throw the ball out and which it looks like soccer ball size yeah, yeah yep yeah and basically it's there there are, there are really no rules like you the the, the literally the goal, you can punch someone in the face yeah. we saw them do it yeah yeah so the goal basically is just you try to get your ball into the in, uh, across the opponent's side but but ba- and um it doesn't matter um i mean you can you can run with the ball you can kick the ball you can do whatever like they're, they're they don't the care yeah the only things traditionally that aren't allowed were uh, two-on-one wrestling, attacks from behind, and blows dealt to opponents already on the ground. But uh, this is a very dangerous game. So uh, recently, due to uh, often fatal injuries, uh, sucker punches and kicks to the head are currently banned. And it's also prohibited for more than one player to attack an opponent. Um, if oh, it's got to be a one-on-one. On one. Yeah, you're expelled. So that's why all those guys just tackled somebody and pinned them to yeah. the ground. So basically what happens is once someone's injured um, or or kicked out, they can't be replaced. So you start the game with, oh, with this massive amount of players, and then, you, and then you dwindle down to however many people are left. But yeah, you'll just see guys where... like. They'll they'll basically be doing their UFC in the middle, and it's just they're playing on like they are dirt. squared up. Their dukes are yeah. Up. They're squaring the guy up, and usually like they'll 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 fight, they'll kick, they'll punch, and then and then get the other person on the ground and just hold them there. And right. so the goal is for those fifteen uh, defenders on each team, uh, fifteen forwards basically, to try to uh, hold the other team down so that their teams. Uh, ball runners or whatever are able to get to the other side and, and score. There were some dudes. Oh, they're creamed. Yes, yes, and all. Yeah, these we saw guys a dude just jacked. get punched in the nose yeah. and just like he was yeah. running towards the guy, and the guy with the ball just punched him in the nose, and he just like kind of stumbled backwards. Yeah, it, it is. It is insane. <laughs> um, and 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 basically, yeah, it's just you try to score the most goals in that fifty minutes, and then the prize. Uh, besides, uh, besides just the the, the just joy of victory, the you get a white calf and a flag, which is 
the it's called white, the polio in which is uh, in the colors of the two opposing teams. A white calf. Calf, like, like a, a cow. Like a cow. Oh. Yeah, you're you're fighting for a cow. for a cow. I don't know what they do with the calf. That's got there's got to be some kind of backstory to that somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But basically, this is a this is a super old game. And it so, does look Colosseum esque. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. It, and traditionally, and this is kind of crazy. It was reserved for aristocrats, and they would play every night between Epiphany and Lent. Which I don't know how people could do their jobs if they're playing a sport like this, where you're literally just beating each other up. Dude, the aristocracy has no yeah. jobs. Well, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, and they're even just chilling. Even uh, popes played. Really? So Clement the Seventh. Uh, Leo the Eleventh and Urban the Eighth uh, played the sport in Vatican City, and uh, all and, those popes, I'm pretty sure, had multiple children. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, in 1574, uh, King Henry the Third of France was recorded as saying that the game is quote too small to be a real war and too cruel to be a game. Classic French. Uh, yeah. And so this <laughs> this year it was it was. Uh, Rossi versus Bianchi, so the Reds versus the White. So, uh, not a lot. That's not getting a lot of coverage in Western media. So I've I've uh, I've decided to Google Translate this, so I can give you Beautiful. kind of a, a play-by-play of how this how this From the the game went down. From the original Italian. So again, this was a few days ago. All right. I'm um, ready. So. A match fought and felt where the exchanges were very hard but correct. In the first 15 minutes of play, the Reds made two hunts. After a few more violent crashes, the three of zero of the Reds of Santa Maria Novella arrived on the 18th. After the first half hour for the Bianchi, the Whites, the situation is increasingly critical. Fittori concludes the fourth hunt, bringing the kickers of Santo Spirito at a distinct disadvantage. After a perfect action by Lopez where the Bianchi failed to stop him, he scored his double, bringing the Rossi to five. The spirits heat up, and after a violent action, Arasso Calciante is expelled. After a while, the kickers of Santa Maria Novella mark the sixth hunt. At 6.34 p.m., the spectacular first fighter of the Bianchi from midfield, then a kick from Santo Spirito is expelled, and shortly afterwards, one of the Rossi. <laughs> Lopez marks the seventh hunt at 6.40 p.m. The Bianchi responds with a second spectacular midfield hunt carried out by Natali. At the 47th minute, the Reds lead the game for eight hunts per two. The fans showed in perfect Florentine irony a banner with the words, Now you can raise the white flag. After a few minutes Surrender. from the end, the game is always very tight. The Bianchi fight like lions to look for a careless hunting of the ironic banners. The, red fight, the Reds fight in the same way to score the ninth point. The game ends with the applause, the whistles, and the joy of the fans in the stands. The Rossi won with eight hunts per two, confirming the champions. So I don't. Dude, I, I, hunts. I, yeah. So it ended up being what was it? Six and we a half saw to six. Six and a half to six. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's you. You can check this out on YouTube. Now I do have to say, um, the white kicker Fabrizio Valeri, who at the last June election also ran for mayor for the Libera Firenze Civic List, was hospitalized for the fracture of some costumes and the perforation of a pulmone. I don't know what that is, what but is it sounds. Costume? It sounds. I have no idea. I'm gonna guess. It sounds ribs. painful. Uh, as explained by health sources, Valeri, who could not be in danger of life, is currently in the sub-intensive care of the Ponte Anicari Hospital in stable conditions. The family, seen the same time, even if you were created around the flag of the Bianchi, has updated my friends via Facebook. Quote, 
Latest family news. Fabrizio has no serious internal internal injury. In hospital and undergoing intensive care, but will not be much. Thanks to all of your interest, and excuse me if I cannot answer all of the personal messages that I have arriving. A strong calcium from the Rosso party. <laughs> we will be discussing, in fact, the Valero Sarabe state focused on a moment in which I did not grow older. I don't know what that last part means, but... Wow. Um, yeah, and the event's not over. Uh, what? So, yeah, so the calendar of collateral events at the San Giovanni turn event, that's St. John's, right. um, will close on Saturday, the 29th of June, with the Giostra del Giglio, the equestrian tournament in Florence's rings. Whoa, they get horses in this thing? Yep, which will see the riders representing the four Florentine neighborhoods challenging challenge each other the procession of the knights will start from the four representative basilicas to be reunited with the procession of the florentine republic which will depart from the palagio de parte guelfa at 4 30 p.m and will accompany the knights to piazza santa croce to set set up for the occasion so damn yeah dude so it it's, is. it's it's still ins- going it's an insane looking like it it looks more violent and dangerous to me than the bull running with the bulls. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of, I have to say, uh, there there are bulls involved. So what? Uh, there have been um, uh, there have been times where basically to liven things up, they've actually released bulls. This this was. Uh, uh, a while ago, I mean, this this is like um, basically a, it was huge for decades and then or for hundreds of years, I guess. Jeez. And then like kind of people lost interest, and then it was resurrected um, in like uh, 1930. And so, yeah, if if uh, if if things started to get uh, too, um, I don't know. The match was too even, or whatever. Basically, they just throw a bull in there. Yeah, they would. They would let bulls into the ring to add confusion. So yeah. So there were no bulls this year. Europe is such a weird. Place, oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. It's an insane sport. Like you know, I always say, watch the news or you talk to people from different countries or whatever, and they're always fascinated by how many guns Americans oh, yeah. have. But. I mean, they're doing this kind of crazy stuff, you know, literally beating the hell out of each other for some game, chasing bulls, fighting bulls, to win a (laughs) cow, yeah. Yeah, the weird thing, too, is when we were watching it, there wasn't like a discernible goal or net. No. It's basically just like a wall, and so it seemed like if you threw the ball over the wall... You got a point, but then in the middle of the wall, there's also like, like a, a tent, tent opening on each side, yeah. and apparently that's where like the captain or something can sit, and then he's supposed to come out and like calm down if people are getting in fights. Like he's supposed to like so weird, yeah. And they wear like the uh, pantaloons where they look like. Um, the Swiss guard from the Vatican. Oh yeah, like those purple and oh, it's, gold. It's definitely it's puffy basically pants. like these dudes with puffy Renaissance pants yeah. and and no shirts, just looking like Mad Max. It looks like people. yeah, it looks like a Renaissance fair and Ozfest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's a good. And by the end, like they're just playing on like a dirt uh, rectangle, yeah. and so they're just covered in dirt because like they're they're getting. 
pushed to the ground and held down, but tackled, knocked out, run over. Yeah. So if you if you uh, are interested in checking this out, look up Calcio Storico Fiorentina. We'll have to post some video of this, but it is it's crazy. It is wild. Definitely yeah. one of the craziest sports I've ever seen. And th- there are no small dudes out there. The, I mean, These the other thing is, it, you can't like I don't know how they could tell the opposing team. Because it didn't, it didn't too. see. It, there was no clear distinction of like the reds off. and the whites, and Unless even even the their pants. pants. Well, even their pants were all different. Like there were some guys with like blue on their That's pants. That's true. So yeah, like you, it's it's yeah. I guess you just have. I mean, you got to know who your teammates, who your teammates are, are. All twenty-seven of them. Yep. Yeah, but it's wild. I mean, it really is like it's like a a battle. Um, I mean, there are dudes getting seriously injured. Oh yeah, no, like it, like, like I said, it's it out. is it is not uncommon for people to die playing that sport. So, which is why they only really do it once a year. It's like that Aztec sport we were talking about. Oh yeah, month a month or so back. Yeah, I mean that's the crazy thing. It's like that's like we look at we look at those like you know Central American games as like oh that's so barbaric right primitive yeah, yeah. And, and it's mm-hmm. like uh they've been doing yesterday. this in the home of the Renaissance <laughs> literally the center like, of the Christian yeah, world yeah, yeah. yeah. since I mean, yeah yeah since <laughs> since like you know the 1500s popes out there yeah. balling yeah the Central Americans are like yeah we're not killing each other now right. we're just playing a fun game with a rubber ball right and. And meanwhile, meanwhile, in Italy, Italy, they're still just you know leaving a trail of dead in the in the piazza. So yeah, Jeez. and the Italians like to watch people get mangled. They do. <laughs> At least the Colosseum. Oh yeah. Action. No, it's historically well, and that's, speaking. That's the thing. Yeah, I think that game is actually descended from uh, a Gotta game be, that the right? the, uh, the Roman soldiers would play. Basically, Roman yeah. 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 Gotta be. So it's. I mean, it looks like it. They're in like an oh, old-looking yeah. stadium yeah. with dirt ground, yeah. dirt floors, and yeah. So I don't um, think I'd try that one. No, I don't think so. I'm not waiting yeah. for some uh, Viennese guy to come up and hit me in the face. Yeah, I just. I mean, that was a lot of humongous guys in uh, in uh, at Florence. Oh, Florence. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Floridian. Just, uh, Florentine. <laughs> Florentine. Florentine. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, so Jeez. I don't know, man. Uh, you got anything else for us here? I don't think so. I oh, think let me let oh, me let me do a thing? quick uh, catch falling star here. Mm. Um, so let's pop over to our friend Jose Canseco's Twitter feed. Oh my! Just a little piece of Has advice. Has he gone on his Bigfoot trip yet? I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. Still waiting. He's waiting until it gets to the hottest part of the summer before yeah. they sign up for drive out in his Dennis. RV. Yeah. Uh, this is some advice from Jose Canseco quote whatever you do to not buy a home with an HOA 80% of HOAs are complete scams solid advice yep Jose's apparently having a little trouble with his uh, neighbors there yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) he sounds like he's that's a uh, 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 speaking from experience there Jose yeah doing a little what's his girlfriend's name Oh, shoot. Morgan. Morgan. Yep. Yeah. His manager. Oh. His manager girlfriend. Manager slash. Which girlfriend. I feel like you reach a certain point as a as a retired athlete where your your girlfriend just is your manager. Like that's I th- I feel like that's probably because I, I would imagine like when we watch the OJ Simpson video, someone's setting up that iPhone camera recording his uh 
tweets for the new OJ Simpson Twitter feed. So it's also probably his manager slash girlfriend. That one we saw with him on the golf cart, that was the beer girl videoing it for him. You know, like the girl that drives around selling beers and cigars and stuff on the golf golf courses. Yeah. What? That was her doing that. That's kind of cool. Especially at clubs. Yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah, dude. Huh. Okay. Yeah. They get like a high school girl drive a golf cart around with coolers of beer. I think that'd be a fun job. Would they hire me? I'm not a high school they girl, might. but I'd drive around and give people beer. At, they they just might. Hmm. They just might. Well, if you're still listening, you know we love you. And maybe you know some other people who'd be willing to let us love them too. So, <laughs> if you know someone who's a fan of, you know, Italians just beating each other up. Loose cigarettes. Uh, smoking sections in the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> um Nicotine Skateboarding, donuts. mountain climbing, surfing, breaking. Gogum Bolsonzon, the new Pacer. <laughs> yeah. Pacer uh, Big Man. Yeah, if you know anyone who's a fan of any of that, just shoot them a link to this episode. So, that's it. We did it. Episode 95, we did another one without Snoop. We sure did. I don't We're know if he's ever going to come back, if, but... If you don't mind me saying so myself. Man, it's We're a little... I got to say, it's a little low energy because we're recording this at my house. That's my children true. are we sleeping, children sleeping upstairs. So, if, so right. if we sound a little... If we sound muted. a little muted mm-hmm. uh, compared to normal weeks, that's that's why. Because right. we don't want three a three-year-old and a seven-year-old running around. But, right. uh Yeah. Uh, as always, I want to thank the guru Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner Brandon Casper, and our food editor Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is... From your team, Rowdy, from the Anaheim Angels, uh, LA Angels of Anaheim, Albert Pujols returns okay. to St. Louis. First time he's been back to St. Louis since he uh, went to the Angels, got a full one-minute standing ovation, Whoa. and then cracked the dinger. Whoa, yeah, nice. It was awesome. It was really cool. You think it was CGI? No, uh, the machine <laughs> is the truth. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you would like to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe and airdrop episodes to random strangers. Uh, new episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask... How about some sports? Well, how about it?